Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, y'all have a good day. And we are live. Uh, are we really? Yes, we are. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. I guess. I am William, and I am your dungeon master storyteller for this Warcraft RPG campaign. Welcome back to Storm, Earth, and Fire. Joining me today, we have Stan. That's me. I'm playing Josh the Goblin, who is a technomistic tinker. And Zachary. Hi. I'm not a bank robber. Uh, I'm... Yes, he is. I'm Zach. I'm playing Leaf Ironmender, half-orc tinker priest of the Holy Light. And Rudy. Hey, I'm Rudy. I'm playing Brick Earth Whisperer, uh, Master, and a Rune Knight. And Holly. Hi. Looks very alone on that side of the table right now. No one loves me. <laughs> no one at all. Um, I'm Holly. I'm playing Shiana, playing Carver. That's okay. And that's um, Snake yeah. Um, yeah, Shiana Flame Carver. I'm an assassin, rogue, orc. Very lonely and depressed over here. According, according to Boo, you can be a half-orc tinker and a bank robber. We can all be bank robbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll follow my dreams. I'm robbing bank... Wait, those are bad dreams. <laughs> for you. Not for me. But when last we left off... Wait... <laughs> When last, when last we left off this group of adventurers, they had taken some time to start setting up their new guild hall outside of Orgrimmar in the Spike Tusk Fort, uh, which is set just sort of on the even ground between the between the between what used to be Thunder Ridge and the South Fury River. Uh, we are short. We are short. Austin and John today for various reasons. But they don't love me. <laughs> has One of them is your husband. <laughs> Neither of them love me. Here, now you're not alone. The Murloc loves you. You're saying that this plush Murloc is a substitution for my husband. Yes. Is it Murloc? Now, the plush narwhal I can see is a substitution for John. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
So, the, the group had taken some time to start setting up their guild hall outside of Spike Tusk Fort, and having discovered a dead body in it that was once a Tauren, um, two of the group, one uh, Leaf, Iron, Leaf Iron Mender and Brick Earth Whisper, decided to take the body to Thunderbluff to see the proper last rites. Uh, once there, they met with the chieftain Bane Bloodhoof and saw that the body was properly handled uh, before uh, before they decided to either rest for the evening or, or immediately start heading back. The Leaf decided he wanted to take a look uh, down into the pools of vision down beneath Thunderbluff's um, spirit rise. And making their way down there, the group, the, they decided to take a look around, and Leaf decided to attempt to meditate down there, and was granted a vision, which is where we return to this story. Time for some daggers. <laughs> so, Leaf, as the darkness surrounds you, Leaf, the emptiness stretching before you like an ocean, you find yourself alone, lost in the expanse of darkness for a moment, before a voice breaks through the silence, a curious tone finding your ears. Now who be you? The voice is almost troll in quality, but seems somehow more, more potent, more powerful, more ancient. Before you have a chance to respond, it speaks again. Ah, I see you now, man. You be a lost child. Finding his way without the guidance you need. You be seeking it from the light. You be seeking it from the spirits. But the light and the spirits, they be no parents. They only speak in riddles and feelings that it takes a grown man in touch with himself to understand. As you spin around, trying to find the source of this voice, it always seems to change location, ever seeming to be just over your shoulder. It takes a man to teach a boy. As you look around, images begin to swim through the darkness. Your mother and your father, faint shapes, but all too familiar, and before your eyes, they fade away again. But them that would teach you be beyond your reach now. So now, you gotta find another. A faint, shadowy outline of the figure, indistinct and impossible to tell details, begins to emerge from the shadows. It radiates a certain peace and calm, but at the same time, a danger and the promise of violence. They'll find you, and soon, sooner than you think, whether you recognize them or not. But that not be why you're here. You be seeking your path forward now. What lies at the end of this road you be walking? A shape begins to form in the darkness, an armored figure clad in black, a helm shaped like the head of a dragon, and a sword with seven branches in their right hand. You be building toward the confrontation with that which been haunting you. Your questions about whether you can really save anyone about whether you can make a difference. Your chance be coming. Better not waste it. Finally, you turn and find yourself face to face with the mysterious voice. The image of a massive troll-like figure stands before you with white skeletal tattoos on his chest and bedecked in bones. No, bedecked is the wrong term. 
A rack of bones rests on his back, tied with ancient leather and with many skulls hanging from it, but elsewhere the bones are a part of his body. His lower face is like that of a troll, but as the eyes rise to behold everything else above the jaw, only a troll's skull is beheld, with eyes that glow with an eerie pale blue light, the tall wild mane of hair above the skull jostling as he gives an eerie chuckle and reaches forward, the bone necklace around his neck clacking ominously as he extends a single hand, which you realize begins to decay partway down the upper arm and leads to a mostly skeletal hand, which extends in a welcoming gesture. Or else, or Buon Samdi gonna be waiting to receive the dead. And with that, you start awake, finding yourself once again in the faint teal green glow of the pools of vision. Is there. Do I recognize that figure at all? Only religion. Uh. 21. You've heard from the trolls that you've interacted with, especially the Dark Spear, of Buan Samdi, the Loa of Death, who is supposedly the keeper of the dead and the one who sees fallen souls through to the other side. And the shadowy figure, not the, one, not the armored one, but the other one that I only faintly saw, could I make anything out about it? There were no real details. Hmm. <laughs> not even. I guess there's nothing to reference height for either. Yeah, I mean, just a figure in the dark. Hmm. Do I notice a change in expression of anyone else around me? Everyone else is going about their business. You imagine the people experiencing visions is not uncommon in a place called the Pools of Vision. Yeah, yeah. And of course, I'm the only one that got something similar at this moment, at least. Yeah, and Brick, you just sort of saw him sit down and close his eyes for roughly a minute before he opened them again. Well, ominous visions on my first try. This place is certainly interesting. Yes, it is very. Uh, the this, this uh, this spirits are strong here. So, what did you see? Well, I've heard from many of the shamans that I've talked with about the Keeper of the Dead, a troll by the name of Samdi, or, well, a spirit vaguely in the form of a troll. And essentially telling me that I'm going to have very soon an opportunity to make some kind of an impact and that I shouldn't squander it. Mm. And you know, some call him just Samdi, but his name is Buon Samdi. Mm. B-W-O-N. S-A-M-D-I is the full name. Cool. Buon Samdi. I see. Say, so, I also saw figure, heavily armored, holding a tree or something with seven branches in his other hand. Does that ring a bell? Does it ring a bell to me either? Uh, history. Fourteen. Eight. Uh, you recall that 
uh, Garrick described the the black dragon knight of the that supposedly was working with the Twilight's hammer as wielding a seven branched sword that burst into flames. Huh. Fun. It sounds like we're not exactly leaving behind the Twilight's hammer as much as we would might have hoped. Hmm. And if that's He's in the Eastern Kingdoms now. Let's get back home. We've got work to do on the base. Agreed. Head back. Let's start heading back. <laughs> and you make your trip back. It's another eight-hour flight. You get a night's rest while they're, while that's happening. The rest of you have been working on your base while, yeah. while that's been happening. My giant room. Yeah. Your double room amid mm -hmm. the amid the layout. I also want to head into town and see if I can figure out what to do about preserving this heart that uh, from the thunder lizard thingy. Sure. Um, just make me an investigation check. Investigation or. Uh, 16. 16. So you can get someone who can get you the proper solution to preserve it for about 10 gold. Okay. Um, and that won't, like, make it usable, but it'll keep it from spoiling until you figure out how you want to use it. I'm going to get enough for about five of those in case Jankatal wants so to pull more of those things out. 50 gold. Just go ahead and, you know, just to have. Okay, so... Um, is there a, like a library or anything? Like a library or something? To look up stuff like that? Uh, how, how do you go about using... Uh, um, researching stuff like that? Um, <clears throat> oh, I might... As you, if you ask around about a library, um, that's not... There are a couple of archives. Um, you can find some in Gromash Hold. Uh, you can find, like, in the Valley of Spirits, there's some, the, the shamans keep an amount of records. But if you're looking for, like, scholarly um, erudition and, like, libraries, you probably want to head to Silvermoon. Because the Blood Elves would, the Blood Elves run the reliquary, which is sort of the seekers of artifacts and ancient knowledge. And okay. they would have the most full, actual libraries. Mm -hmm. All right, but if you want to just ask someone about working with thunder lizard hearts, you can probably just ask someone who knows. Okay, I'll just ask around around town first. Yeah. Roll me investigation again. Investigate. That's that. Okay. It's intelligence based. Uh, twenty. Twenty. Um, so you ask around. Um. Basically, what you'll what you'll learn from people who have made use of them is that the essence of them can be used by enchanters to bestow lightning enchantments. Um, it's it's a part of a reagent that that's involved in the enchanting of electrical abilities. Um, and as far as technology goes, it's probably useful as a battery as long as you can keep it um, in sort of a saline solution that will keep it from grounding itself. Essentially, right? Okay. They, they don't tend, 
if you can keep them preserved, they don't tend to rot as much on their own, just because they're magically active, and that tends to keep that kind of stuff away. Because Slender Lizards, Slender Lizards are a magical beast. They are innately attuned with the spirits, and that essence prevents them from rotting until after they've discharged all their magic, and keeping the heart from grounding does that for them. Okay. So I'm just gonna head back and kind of pick all this thing for a while and keep working on the, the uh, facility. <clears throat> Was there a well in the center of the fort somewhere? Uh, there's a well off to the side, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a short walk. It's like a minute. Okay. So that seems to be working pretty well. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> I might have to do something with that later. So, um, and another day passes, and Leaf and uh, Brick, you both arrive back in Orgrimmar. Mm-hmm. Um, during the trip, I would have been talking with Leaf about uh, seeing if we can get some kind of hidden room for once uh, we get, once I get uh, my uh, teleportation runes. A hidden room to be able to teleport back to? Yes. That will be a good precaution. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll see about uh, our tro- We'll see about Jangatal's progress with the scorpions, if there's any place that we could dig into to have a bunker or possibly just build a room in the middle of the fort. Yeah. It's well defended, so it shouldn't be hard to create some kind of a secret room. Good thinking. And when we get back, I'm going to go ahead and, for one last time, check with whatever the uh, post office is or whatever. Because you mentioned that I hadn't received any letters for a while. Uh, you sent a letter to your mother, right? Uh, yes, because it, it was a little while back, but... Yeah. Um, is you, you check with what passes for the post office and you... Fine, there has been a letter coming for you. Mm-hmm. You open it and read it, and it's it's a return message from your mother, um, who says that she's been... Her services have been actively needed a lot among the Alliance as mm-hmm. of late. Um, she's been mostly serving to heal soldiers who come back from the battlefields, who come back from the front, um, and sort of helping them recover. And she's glad to hear from you, and... It, she wishes she could see you again, but she understands that you are across lines that are difficult to get back from. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Nothing, you know, terribly foreboding or speaking of apocalypse, which is at least nice. <laughs> Not at the moment. Okay. I'll sit on that for now, then. Okay. So, you guys... Approach, head back towards Spike Tusk Fort, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you head back and uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Both of us? Yeah, both of you. We're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you get back and see the bloody... Uh... <laughs> oh, hey, there you are again, uh, 
One Storm D? I didn't expect to see so soon. <laughs> uh, that's a 10 for me. That's a 15. Cool. Sorry, no, 16. 16. So, as the, as the two of you approach Leaf, you sort of hear the sound of uh, talons digging out dirt. And you sort of look to your side and you see a figure approaching, uh, riding a raptor. What does this figure look like? Um, there's a sort of, uh, it's a troll, of sort of pale bluish green skin complexion. <laughs> Um, their hair is red and sort of long and spiked into uh, a, a wild-looking mohawk. They have sort of this, this chin beard of also bright red that's tied off into a series of knots at the chin. Uh, these sort of long, curving tusks that look like they've been um, band- they have like these, these bands of leather and, and bone along the center of them, uh, wearing sort of this ceremonial um, chest garb that only really covers like the left half of the chest and leaves the other half exposed uh, with a series of tattoos along their upper arms uh, and a, a rack of bones and trophy rack on their back that sort of rises up just barely above, uh, like right behind their head. Riding this sort of well-worn red raptor and their face is painted uh, white with the, the symbolism of a skull. Uh, in their in their right hand, not at the ready, just sort of on their hand, is a warglaive. That's sort of this curving uh, blade that reaches out from both ends of the of the hilt. As they sort of look up and down the fort at the people and at, at its being reconstructed and sort of approaching slowly on the raptor, just sort of taking in the environment. <laughs> and so the guy is getting actually pretty close to the wall. Yeah, he's, he's approaching the fort. I'll go ahead and point him out to Breck for a moment now. I'll just go ahead and start moving over there, and then when I'm within one close enough, I'll go ahead and call over to him. Rahal! Rahal, the troll says, looking over at you from the top of his raptor. What brings you here? I just be wanting to see who the new occupants of a spike tusk fort be. We are the Soaring Fang. We've only recently acquired this place as a guild hall of sorts. I see. I just be wanting to meet the new watchers outside of Ogrima and see what they be like. Where their interests lie. Word of our arrival certainly has traveled fast. I keep an ear to the ground. Be part of my business. Always wise outside the walls. That seems to be where I spend a lot of my time now. And you are? Ah, how rude of me. My name be Vol'jin. I be a leader of the Dark Spear Trolls. Nice. Because is Jangatal one of them, or is he some other troll? He is a Dark Spear, yeah. <laughs> I am Leaf Iron Man. I mean, he's, as far as you know, technically he doesn't have a tribe, but he is a jungle troll, which is the same kind of trolls that the Dark Spears are. I am Leaf Iron Mander. It is a pleasure to meet you. And I am Brick Earth Whisperer. I'd, be, I'd just be wanting to see what the allegiance is at a 
Sorin Fang be like? Well, tell me what you think of our glorious war chief, and you can taste the sarcasm on that last mo- on that last note. We believe strongly in the cause of the horde. To be entirely frank, because this was one of the guys who was specifically, because when I was earlier uh, researching some stuff about this, he was specifically one of those guys that I found out was against. The war chief. Yeah, you, you you definitely learned that he and War Chief Garrosh do not see eye to eye. They believe in the horde. The less said about the war chief, the better. A wise and diplomatic response. We uh, prefer to do things diplomatically and when diplomacy fails as efficiently as possible. That'd be worth knowing. Still, it'd be good to meet ya. Sorin Fang. Always remember, the Horde be all that matters. The War Chief be a position that can change. Indeed it is. So long as the Horde endures. <clears throat> Indeed. And as you as you sort of take in this troll, you get this profound sense of power about him. And it's not it's not his position, it's the spirits, and specifically spirits that you don't recognize. Not the elements, not the light, but these spiritual essences that swirl around him, and especially you sense that same darkness that you found yourself in, that essence that you found yourself surrounded with when you experienced your first contact with Bonsomni. So I sense sort of his presence to an extent? Definitely. Hmm. And I'm guessing... Because do I... Does this guy normally... hang around Ogremar? Uh, from what you heard, um, very recently, all of the trolls left Orgrimmar. Hmm. For one reason or another. <clears throat> there's there's maybe a handful of trolls still in the city, and most of them are people who have a business here and can just uproot. Hmm. I want to give, do like a sense motive, see if he was expecting something different from the conversation, or like if he's trying to get at something more. Tell me inside. Inside, not sense motive, whatever. Uh, that would be a decent roll. 21. You sort of get the sense that he's gauging where you stand on whether or not Garrosh is someone to be followed at all expenses. Yeah. He's sort of seeing whether or not the, the new people outside can be allies or not. Mm-hmm. And you sort of get the sense that if you had expressed a severe loyalty towards Garrosh, this conversation would have been over already. Yeah. But yes, it is 
Pleasure to meet you. One so powerful with spirits as yourself. I be Shadow Hunter. That be the place of our kind. The bargain with the lower and act as the agent. Bargaining with the lower and acting as a representative for them, one might say? As much as the lower can have them. Hmm. Yes. I figured the energy of the spirits around you felt somewhat familiar. I may not be terribly well versed in the spirits myself, but I have been recently learning more of them, learning of their art. He sort of tilts his head at you. It was only recently, in fact, that I believe I may have even been contacted by Buam Samdi. Uh, you speak to the lower of death. He'd be a bit of a trickster, but he always finds what he needs to find. Still, his interest in you be curious, priest. I sense delight on you. A rare thing around here. So it be. But there be many a priest to say often that the light take many forms. Yes, I found many curious familiarities and similarities. <laughs> but it would be foolish to think any of this coincidence. We must all tread carefully in what we do. That be the case. And I think you be treading most carefully, young leaf. It'd be good to know that those sitting out here watching the approach be wiser than most of them inside that stomp and cheer the war chief's name every time he walked by. Well, what can I say? When war is on the horizon, <laughs> when war is within our walls, when war is everywhere and people are dying left and right, it's very important to take the lives that are around very, very carefully. You think everything through. You'll be wiser than your years. I sort of... glance over the... the what kind of regalia is he wearing? You mentioned a lot of ceremonial things, but how well armed is he right now? Uh, the only weapon that he has on him as far as you can tell right now is that warglaive. Mm -hmm. And his armor seems light to the point of not qualifying his armor so mm -hmm. much. <clears throat> so he didn't come anywhere expecting a fight. 
Or he's just good enough that he doesn't need armor. True. One or the other. Hmm. But yes. If it is simply that you wish to know of this fortress and its new inhabitants, surely I could introduce you to a few more of our guild. I think if that, that be what you wish. I think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> and of course, if you ever be wanting to speak under spirits, you can find me at the Echo Isles. Murder the Echo Isles? You seen you seen Doc Spear? Like from what I from what I know. Yeah. Uh, so the Echo Isles are on the are just off the eastern coast, the southeastern coast of Duratar. Uh, if you see Duratar right there on the map, yeah. Those those small islands off to the bottom right. Yeah, yeah. That's the Echo Isles. Mm-hmm. Would you be right there? Yes. And it's probably a day from the fort. Like, eight hours ride. Less than you can fly. Yes. A good thing to keep in mind. Well, let's go ahead and I suppose introduce you. I'm not sure how many of our number will be here, and our number is still, as of yet, rather small, but... He sort of nods and follows after, sort of as you as you approach the. Uh... And also looking over to Brick, making sure, like looking over to you in a way that sees like, okay, if you think this is a terrible idea, tell me now. But <laughs> he he, he kind of just acknowledges that yeah, I think it's he thinks it's it's fine. <clears throat> because he doesn't think he's gonna. I don't think that would help unless. <laughs> If, if something's going to happen, it's going to be if we start it. Yeah, yeah. Brick thinks he can take him. No. <laughs> Brick maybe might think he can fly away in time? Maybe? maybe. Possibly? <laughs> Assuming this isn't the kind of guy that could drop all of us in one round, which I don't doubt. Maybe not that badly, but... <laughs> eh, we're probably dealing with a 30th level character here. <laughs> Let's not find out. <laughs> Precisely. Um, so, uh, you're almost 10th level, maybe you can, or you are 10th level, you can, can, the the four of you might be able to handle someone who's like CR 20 or so. It'd be a deadly fight, but. (laughs) (laughs) But. Yeah, no, not until he adequately death traps this whole place out. (laughs) Yes. We'll find that but you guys lead him into the fort and he sort of follows after as you get close he hops off the raptor and gives it a sort of a pat on the nose and sort of leans in and just whispers to it and it stands there as he as he walks off and he sort of follows after and the those of you that are still in the building hear the sound of footsteps stepping inside the main floor Shiana will go towards the footsteps. So you, you step down the stairs and you see Leaf and Brick and a troll that you've not met before. We have a what, guest. What's his name again? Vol'jin. Right. V O L apostrophe J I N. Shiana, this is 
Vol'jin of the Darkspear tribe. He was inspecting around here, seeing who the new people were that moved in. She'll nod and approach cautiously. Shanna, he says, looking over at you. Ah, I see fire in this one. My name is Shiana Flamecarver. A good name, a strong name. Worthy of you. Hmm? He said, "Worthy of you." He said, "Worthy of you." Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this place seen better days. It's, Probably could use some work. It's fallen into disrepair. It seems as though there hasn't really been much effort to upkeep it, if indeed at all. Trolls don't need much. We used to harsh conditions. But a fort be best when it's in good repair. Maybe I send a few dark spear over to help with the repairs. If you would, that would be remarkably appreciated. I think we can spare a few. Even if the war chief cannot. Focused as he is on a war effort. Noting that. <laughs> hmm. So eventually, I you run into me, right? I mean, I'm just going to be wandering around until. Yeah, you you, you got you guys. My, you my guys, perception checks are always terrible. I don't you, know what's going on. You got you guys walk up the stairs and you see that Garrick is finishing on leveling off one of the walls for like <laughs> making everything, <clears throat> making sure that the the taking down wall is clean and set up. You. Are yes. Surprise. She has two right. rooms. She has a. I she asked. No. Garrick says. Room. No, I have one room. She has. I see you. Collected unneeded bricks for use elsewhere. Yes, very nice. Very productive. Good. <laughs> she asked, and we can use the bricks. So, but yes. What? Do I really know anything specifically about the history of this fort, by the way? Roll me history. Twenty-seven. <laughs> I uh, seventeen. Um, the uh, the fort has been around for probably a little over a decade. So, like right about this time of the founding of Dur of Duratar, um, mm -hmm. it was it was established as sort of a, a watch fort outside of Orgrimmar. Um, since Orgrimmar has been completed and its walls have been shored up, it hasn't been needed as much because the city itself is pretty well defended by itself. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was originally used to sort of keep an eye out for roving centaur bands or quillbore raids before the orcs had successfully managed to lay claim to most of Duratar as a, as a region. Hmm. So it's old. It's, it's pretty old. Um, and... You imagine uh, a place like this would still be very useful for any military forces that managed to get within to Duratari would be able to spot them a while out. Yes. Hmm. 
as you as you lead him around and introduce him to Garrick, he gives Garrick a nod, and uh, he, eventually you lead him up to the up to the up to the war room at the very top, and he sort of sees the the very sparse area. Ah, you could use a map table up here. I'd be providing one if you want it. Well, we're not exactly in too much of a position to decline generosity right now. <clears throat> and this be exactly that. I'd not be asking for a favor in return. But it'd be good if this fort's going to be occupied, that it'd be outfitted with what it needs. This was a place of defense. It ought to be again. Indeed. It will be returned to its former glory in time. It's not better. Okay. If not, perhaps with more <clears throat> technological outfitting, courtesy of our goblin, I'm sure. Yes. <clears throat> Speaking of which, I hope he's not blowing anything up right now. No, I'm up in the parapets. <laughs> he went off to do something, I really didn't care. I'm... Well, I don't hear explosions. <sighs> Yet. I mean, yeah, but it's still better than normal, right? Well, if you're up in the upper room, you'll look around and you'll see me on one of the walls. Yeah. It's just, you know. This troll sort of looks out the window. You, you use it, I'm using mending uh, oh. quite often. Well, what do you know? <laughs> yes. So, as far as this tower here, is this basically <laughs> the only room on this level of the... Uh, on the upper level, it's just one. On the topmost level? Yeah, this is, this is the only... The topmost level is one giant century war room, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because how far... Because I'm assuming you can basically probably see the coast, or how far can it see? Yeah, you can, you can see to the South Fury River, and... Uh, yeah, you can basically see to the coast. It's, it's a good distance away, but there's not a lot of foliage to break up the line of sight. So as high up as you are, you can see out, see out to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in, you can indeed even see it's way, way off in the distance because not only is it far east, but it's also south. You can see the Echo Isles in the distance and the sort of the green spot they make on the horizon. Mm-hmm. So those are the Echo Isles, then? That'd be them. The one spot of green off the coast of Duratar. It is a little jarring. It was a harsh fight to take them back. <clears throat> what happened to... What do I remember? Or what happened to them? History. Uh, that's a 20... Two. It was something to do with internal troll conflicts. Um, from what you understand, the island was taken over by a rogue troll who used some kind of dark magic to enslave a number of trolls to their will and took the islands away from the rest of the tribe. Um, and then recently it was cleared back out and then there was another fight against something else. During the re- during the reclaiming as well, that wasn't just him, that wasn't just the renegade troll. But you don't know the, the specific details. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. 
Yes. Um, of course, you have a troll here who probably does, if you wanted to ask him. No, about the the, the... the specific details of what happened, yes. Yes. Can't say I'm terribly well-versed in that particular conflict. Well, first the island was lost to Zalazane, a witch doctor who made voodoo slaves of a number of the clan, a number of the tribe's trolls. Then, when me and some others brought down Zalazane, not once but twice, when his spirit refused to stay down, we had to commend him to Bwonsandi. But even after that, you'll be too young to remember the journey from the Eastern Kingdoms. You weren't there. No. But when the Horde made its exodus from the Eastern Kingdoms, away from the enslavement of humans, they met the Dark Spear on the Dark Spear Isles. My father, Senjin, had been taken by the Murlocs of the Isles to be sacrificed to a sea witch, a powerful Naga woman. He died on those Isles, but me and the rest of the trolls helped the war chief troll escape as the Isles were sunk beneath the sea by that sea witch. We brought her down, but her spirit came to hunt us on the Echo Isles, and we had to bring her down again, else she would have sunk our Isles too. It was a hard fight, but the Echo Isles belonged to the Dark Spear once again. Do I know specifically how old Jagatal is? Uh, no clue, but you suppose he's about your age. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. I am curious. Were there any from the original island? that were submerged who perhaps survived? Most of the tribe came here. Hmm. Took up residence on the Echo Isles before Zalazane took them from us. And now reside there again. Now that both Zalazane and the Sea Witch are gone. Hmm. Interesting. There is a member of our guild, doesn't talk much, well, doesn't talk at all, who is a dark spear. I'm simply not sure of his past in any capacity, and, well, it's always interesting to learn more about the dark spear. I've seen your friend. He's running around building a scorpion pit for me. He be interesting. He be lacking certain elements that make one a troll, but stronger in others. His survival, his hardiness, his will to fight, his 
ability to endure hardship. That be as troll as anything. But he lacked a connection to the lower. The understanding of what it takes to exist among the spirits. The connection to the trolls as a people. Be missing that. And that be a shame. Hmm. The only name I knew him by for a long time was indeed an insult. Maybe one day he understand and be a true troll. Till then, he at least be a strong guardian. I suspect he doesn't much care. <laughs> that be the truest of shames, but I not be in control of anyone's life. Indeed. But yes, I suppose. Continuing to lead him through the building, sort of pointing out more of the rooms and all. And he sort of explores everything. You got quite a lot of space around here. How many are you thinking to house? <clears throat> For now... As many as we can fit. <laughs> as many as we can afford. Mostly We're planning on <laughs> expanding, finding as many able souls as possible. We've certainly run across plenty in our travels. Well, plenty in Ogremar itself who would perhaps be interested in joining us here. For now, we're essentially attempting to recruit anyone able. Or at least, not for now, but soon. When it's perhaps slightly more presentable. Hmm. Would a soaring fang happen to be looking for work? We're always keeping an eye out for it. I may potentially have a job or two for you. Insight. What magnitude of work is he talking about here? Throw me insight. 24. Let's see. And also, specifically, if he's Seems like he's considering a bit too heavily on bigger things. He's hard to read. Yeah. He's very hard to read. <clears throat> I imagine the face paint doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Um, but he definitely seems to have been taking stock of your guild for a while while considering what he might have for you. Mm -hmm. So he's probably at least got some idea of your capabilities and what you might be able to handle. Well, we are... Especially good at reconnaissance and special operations. It's most of what we did during our services, during our times of service in the military. Mm. Ah. I think there'd be a couple of messages I think I might want you to carry for me. People I can trust, who are willing to work outside the war chief's preferred operations. 
he not be liking who these messages be going to. If you understand me. I see. As much as she be neutral, the war chief not be liking that idea. I got a letter I want you to bring to the Lady of Terramore. She ain't a proud more. Hmm. That's dangerous. Terramore be a neutral place. If you come open without threat, they be letting you in. I if want the war chief finds out, hard. we'll be dead. I want to try to make a wisdom check here to see what kind of a read I can get off of the energies of Born Samdi that seem to be surrounding him. It was enough that I could just passively feel it, so I want to see if I can, I guess, roll insight on... On, on Aloha? On, yes. Roll me, roll me your wisdom check. Just raw wisdom? Yeah. Oh. Ten. You have a hard time reading it. He's just... He is suffused with the energies, not just of one Samdi, that is significant, but of a number of different Loa that you can pick up. Can I try to take more time, like, just passively during conversation to take ten or take twenty on this? You can sort of, as you peer in, one Samdi is definitely strong in in this, in, in, his, in, his, in his essence that you can sense. Dare yeah, I say it's the most prevalent? Possibly, but... It's definitely not the only one. You can sense more. There are a variety of different spirits whose names you don't know and identities you can't quite follow. That, especially especially without being taught of the nature of the Loa, yes. um, that suffuse his that seem to follow him like a cloak almost. Like the Loa constantly have their eyes on the Shadow Hunter. So, as you said, she's a neutral party. What stops you from simply walking over there and giving the message yourself, or perhaps sending one of your scouts? I all but openly threatened the war chief at one point. His eyes always be upon me and the dark spear tribe. I need someone with less suspicion. On them. Someone not being watched. Give it to her. <laughs> Someone expendable. That'd be a way of looking at it, but I don't like to spend lives. Every life taken be a sacrifice to one someday. And it not be time for you to die yet. Want somebody gonna have his feel, but not right now. Get to know what the message is. Consider it a repaying of a debt. She did a lot for the horde, even if the war chief don't remember it. Do you want to know specifically what he might be referring to? History. Yep, history. All right, that's 
Fifteen. Um, there is a notable event in the in the Horde's history during the founding of Duratar, um, when Admiral Jaina Proudmore's father, Dalen Proudmore, uh, who was the the Grand uh, Admiral of the human nation of Kultiras, rode in and took over her nation that she was founding here. She took o- he took over Theramore with his own troops and used it as a staging area to attack and wage war against the founding horde starting the nation of Duratar. And she assisted the horde against her own father and actively helped them get into Kult- in- into Theramore to kill him when he wouldn't when he refused to back down and surrender. She sided with the horde against her own father. That's probably significant. Yeah. Hmm. And since then she's maintained a fairly neutral stance throughout a number of situations that would have turned a lesser woman against the horde. Yeah. Her her patience is strained constantly, which is probably you understand that's probably why she allows alliance troops to stage in Theramore, but she has never taken a stance for the alliance or against the horde. Putting a bit of a smell on it. It is a large debt to repay. I'd be hoping to make a small step, if nothing else. I see. And the other task is another message, but it'd be a slightly more difficult thing. I'd be asking you to find Rexar, the champion of the Horde. And give him another message for me. He'd be hard to track. The Beastmaster wanders. Do I know anything about Rexar? Another history. Rolling all sorts of history rolls today. Oh, yeah. And that was not a good roll, but you know what? I've still got an 11 on it. Uh, Rexar is a Machnathal. He's a half-ogre. Um, and he fought a lot for the Horde during the founding and served as its champion in a number of manners and was, in fact, the one to kill Dalen Proudmore in combat. Hmm. Um, you don't know a lot about him, but you know he wanders. He prefers, he prefers the wilds to the confines of a big city. So you'd want us to track him down and see where he's been getting, see where he's been going and get a message to him? That'd be the case. Like I said, I need people who do not have the eyes of a war chief so fixed on them as my kind. Indeed. Well, we can see what we'll do. We'll talk about it. And I'll be asking this for free. And of course, even if you refuse, the aid I promise still be coming. But... There'd be a reward in it for you. <clears throat> we can negotiate a price if you so desire. Shall we talk over this? Yes. I believe so. Right. If you could wait here, please. Absolutely. We'll go ahead and move over to... We can go hey. to my room. 
Yeah, a, a, a sufficiently different venue. At least a floor or two away. Yeah, he just, he's, he, he just stays in the war room and sort of leans out and watches the horizon. And I trust his honesty, but... Detect magic. You don't sense anything aside from, you know, the lingering power that's always around him, but yeah. Yes, but nothing in the room. Yeah. yeah. When I was giving the last rites to Longstrider Kella, the body that we found, mm -hmm. I stopped in the pools of vision, were they? Yes. yes. And, well, I saw a vision. It was immediate. I was only there for probably less than a few minutes. And immediately I was contacted by the troll Loa of Death, Bonsamdi, whose presence I sense quite heavily on Vol'jin. He said something about soon actions, actions that we would take soon, an opportunity to change the fate of many, many lives. He didn't say anything much more specific, as the spirits and the light are similar in being wants to act. But I can't believe it is simply coincidence that Vol'jin shows up now. This is something impactful. And frankly, I'm not sure which way it goes. The vision also included this Black Knight that we were chasing for so long. Hmm. Well, in the... Uh, in the case of Vol'jin, I believe what he is saying is true. He, he truly has the best interest for the Horde as a, in general. But, and let's not mince words here, he's planning a coup. Quite possibly. Quite certainly. I don't doubt that what he's saying isn't true, or that he's not a great guy, but if we get caught by the war chief, <clears throat> we will die. I know. we get caught anywhere, we die. That's the nature of our jobs. And I'm not immediately throwing in my support in this. I don't want... I don't think it's exactly a closed secret that I'm not particularly fond of the Horde's current leadership. He's pulling us into a war that we don't need and that kills entirely too many people. I don't trust him at all. Doesn't mean I want to die. I know, but the question is, I don't want to replace him with someone who may do the same thing or who will only make marginal changes. We know that Vol'jin says he doesn't want this war, but at what point is he going to get tired of border disputes? If I knew certainly, that he was going to be good, that he was going to 
pull this war to a close, or at least do all that he could to stop it. If you asked me a year ago, I would have said that I wouldn't be willing to kill for that kind of end. I suppose you've been rubbing off on me. <laughs> and I'll say that if it's to stop a war, there's not a whole lot that I wouldn't do. I agree with you. And specifically, thinking about my own family, and I'm sure you thinking about yours, What can I say? Selfish reasons. I can't win this war. <laughs> but is it worth the risk? <clears throat> and my vote be that it is. But that we need to... At the very least, I want to be inside this plan. Because the closer we are with as many of the moving pieces here as we can possibly be, the more chance we have of directing the machine wherever we, wherever is best to move it. Because if we decline this, then the world passes us by. And frankly, given the nature of my vision, I think that's the wrong move. I don't think we can afford to not take this. Right. Absolute worst case scenario, we can try to track down this champion, then say that it got too dangerous. Pull out of it. I don't think he'd have our heads for that. No, I don't think he would have our heads up. Oh, are you talking about Wartree? Or yeah, neither. Well, <laughs> either of them, I would imagine. I don't, I don't think Fulton would hurt us. Yes. So I don't think... I think it's a matter of the fact that we can't afford to let this pass by. Rick, what do you think? Mm. It is quite a complicated situation. Uh, what time of day is it right now? Probably good back afternoon. Yeah. Afternoon sometime. <clears throat> I got a break for lunch then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were like on a construction site, you know, exactly. just like like sit down, pull out a lunchbox with a with a sandwich. I'm gonna head back to my room and I'll probably run into uh, yeah. this guy out front. Or, oh, he's up. He's up. He's up in the war room. You probably spot him from the wall. <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't be paying that much attention. My perception too much are terrible. <laughs> I, I don't even bother looking anymore. I get the sense that even if we do refuse these two jobs, uh, he won't. He won't give up on us trying to sway us to his side. So perhaps we could refuse these and. Because he definitely has interest in in, in, a, in us in our in, a, in in our position. Or does he also have equal interest in other groups? If we decline this, will he find some other neutral guild? There are plenty of them. There are plenty of them who would be far more willing than us. And I think another concern, Garrick says, if we do intend to be on the inside, as you say, Leaf. As much trust as possible will get us as much influence as possible. If we refuse this task, 
while he may not give up on us, he almost certainly will not trust us as much. That is that true. as well. Mm-hmm. That is true. As I said, I don't believe we can afford to let it pass. Alright. Let's do this. Someone want to get the little goblin thing down here? <laughs> I don't think he cares much about world politics. I think he just cares about mischief and money. <laughs> we can assume he's in, but yes, I'll inform him. He should him. at least know what he's getting himself into. I'll let him know. We don't want you stabbing him around guests. <laughs> he's growing on me. Like a fungus? Yes. <laughs> I guess one thing to consider is what, are, what is our ultimate goal? I think I've made mine fairly clear. I can't win this war. There is no... There's no side that can win that includes me. So I don't want this war at all. Anything that stops it, I'm completely behind. And I believe this is a possible chance at that. That's where I stand. I care for what's best for the people of the Horde. And if... And the War Chief is just one of many. As he said, it's... It's just, it is just a position that could be filled up again. Yes. And yourself? I don't want to war either. Yes. I feel that no matter who wins, no one truly wins. It is the nature of war. Then let's tell Vol'jin as such. I'll go ahead and start moving back towards him. Yeah, back up to the war room, and he's still sort of leaning on on the windows that sort of look out on the horizon, sort of looking down towards the Echo Isles. I offer my hand out. Turns. We'll take the job. Extends the sort of large three-fingered paw and sort of grabs your hand and shakes it. Very well. I will bring you the messages tomorrow, along with some workers to get to restructure in your place while you're gone, bringing you relatively important implements and tools. All that you need to bring this place back up and running. Thank you. Your generosity will not be forgotten. <clears throat> well, I best be going before any of the war chief spies decide I've been lingering in one place for too long. We were just having a friendly conversation. Hmm. Of course. Always good to know who the neighbors are. I know. Nods offers each of you the hand on heart salute and heads out. Is there a traditional like whatever a uh, Zendali salute or farewell would be I give? Because I know Zendali too. Yep. So he's <laughs> eight languages. It's kind of great. You're tripping over all the languages you have. 
there's no room for them. Yeah, I know the four major horde languages and the four major alliance languages. Nice. So, uh, he makes his way out, and you are left alone. Have, have anything else to do for the evening, or? <laughs> we, with, with receiving help, I would still prefer to try to keep that room that I mentioned a secret. What room? We're planning. Well, in my studies, uh, I am fairly close to fully understanding a way to teleport, to place a room in a pos- in a position, a familiar position, where we can return to that spot, assuming that I have enough in a magic within me, and I would like to have a hidden sanctuary within our within our fortress, so that we can come back home safely. That would be very useful. We've got the manpower. We can dig it out or build it ourselves. A way to get back home quickly if we need to, after a long, after long journeys or Avoid airships. Avoid airships. (laughs) I don't think we're ever getting the troll on another airship. Well, at least we may have to do it one way, at least. But cutting cutting the trips in half would be nice. We'll have to knock him out, but... (laughs) But yes, that, that is a... That is a thing that I would like for, at the very least, all of us to know and to leave it as such for time being. I'm going to go ahead and go find our goblin friend. You walk across him. He's stopping for lunch, heading up to his room. Yeah. So, uh... He's got the lunchbox. <laughs> so we've got a new mission. Hard hat lunchbox. It's, a, yeah, it's, it's, it's from the 1960s. It's like, get smart, not a lunchbox. <laughs> Sit on the roof and whistle at people. <laughs> what? Yeah. Catch okay, all. <laughs> but not the one armored people. <laughs> smart? What is that? Smart? Goblin sick. Whatever. We, we, we've recently uh, gotten a new mission. Oh, good. Where are we going? Well, partly we're figuring that out. Um, um, but if anyone asks, we don't have a mission. We're just going to take a little walk. Gotcha. Let's just say... And to detect magic a little bit around? Nope. Nope. Let's just say we're going to have to come up with a cover story. Because, uh... cities we're going to? Or... You know, uh... Jaina Proudmore? Or at the very least, you should realize how human the name is. Sending a message to her. Okay. Ooh. And also a message to a certain champion who hasn't been seen for a very long while. Oh, we gotta find him. Yep, and then we've got to get a message to him. 
from Vol'jin, leader of the Dark Spear, on those islands over that direction. Gotcha. Right. So, yes, very important, so. big mission that may or may not possibly be a We'll see. Oh, cute. Yeah, stay yeah. tight-lipped about it, basically. Gotcha. <clears throat> so we're going on a sightseeing tour. Yes, a sightseeing tour. With probably a lot of money potentially to be made, so... <clears throat> Gee, that's terrible. Yes, I know, it's the worst. I'm sure you can negotiate <laughs> us to get less money. <laughs> Don't know what you would do with more money. Right. Yes, that's the state of things. Trying not to leave you totally in the dark. They'll come by with the message tomorrow. Along with a bunch of help to get us building these things. So, okay. if you could draw up, or if you already have some formal plans, uh, we should probably do? come up with what we specifically want. They'll be working on it while we're gone. Oh, okay. That's cool. Well, I started over there and I made that far, but, um, and, uh, Brick one's going the other way, but we got a long way to go. But I can see. See, he drew all these little things on the wall. Those are fixed now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yes, we should probably have a meeting and figure out exactly what it is that we want to do with this fortress. <clears throat> I presume most of their work will be restoring, but if we want anything else... Well... Like, perhaps if you want any holes in the wall to install... Strangeness. No, we'll just have stuff up in the greater pits. Actually, I do have some plans from the war room in case we're up there and we need to come down to the walls for to reinforce. We should make some zip lines down to the four corners. <sighs> Never mind. You can head up that plan when they're <laughs> done restoring. So yeah, I guess we'll just go about whatever repair work we have. I'll go ahead and, you know, also try to work on throwing together some makeshift, you know, tapestries and flags and stuff for the base so we can start flying the Horde and the Soaring Fang. Roll me tailoring. With agility. Aw. Eighteen. Eighteen? Alright. Uh, yeah, you can you can put up at least one, like a one one main banner to hang off like the main door, and like a couple of a couple of extra like flag banners that you can yeah. put up. Something that I'll be working on long term. Yeah, but you get you get started. You get at least one big one to put up like on the on the main entrance. Because saving money on materials. Yep. <laughs> that one, like the materials for that one, are probably like five gold worth. Mm-hmm. For a real big old flag. Yep. Alright. Cool. So I guess we're just going to wait until tomorrow on the message? Oh, I'll, I'll be working on making repairs. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'll make a list of repairs. Like the, the, five, the five gold was for like like a talking like huge banner that you can like hang down the front like off the front so that it's visible from a distance yes it, for like regular like parapet flags it'd be like five silver mm-hmm yeah so yeah with the big old logo of the horde and then the soaring fang right underneath it you've got the nice long and squat design that can fit well with other things yep 
wasn't so intentional when I was making it, but hey, you know what? Yeah, you've got the Horde logo and then a Soaring Fang underneath, and it kind of frames the Horde logo really nicely. <laughs> Total coincidence, but you know what? I'm happy with it. I cannot see the DM. Pass Narwhal John. So, <laughs> Narwhal John has to go away. So, you all get a rest for the evening. We get arrested for the evening? <laughs> not yet! Oh, wait, I'm not going to town. <laughs> not yet, but it may happen soon. Well, hey, you know what? If all of you guys get arrested and executed, I can still, you know, run off and try to live in the Alliance. Maybe. <laughs> that green skin's a bit of a problem. Hey, I wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> I had troubles. Trouble? I'm short. No, but like, the glove started coming out of it. You just gotta reach in and pull it down from underneath. You might need to take your hand out first. <laughs> you have to be smarter than the glove. <laughs> I, guess I don't think I am. You have to be smarter than what you're working with here. <laughs> what is a glove's intelligence score? <laughs> well, at least three. <laughs> That's pretty smart. Hey, I got it! I got it! Okay! It's an enchanted talking glove now. What does okay. one? Those are enchanted talking glasses, thank you. Okay, there. Got it. Can roll dice for those? That's a technological device you should make. A dice roller? No, 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 uh, like uh, the, the Google Glass, yes. like smart goggles that enhance your eyesight and they make way your marks all the time. <laughs> with a squid, like just goggles with a slight intelligence score. Just intelligent enough to make witty comments. So solid uh, <laughs> that makes comments that precisely. Fingers, this is this is turning more in Google Glass, <laughs> complete with looking really dorky. <laughs> Okay. You know, I'm just gonna. I'm just goblin gonna, glass. I'm just trying to make this whole thing into into metal gear. I mean, we're already building mother base. Yeah. So, I gotta build a gas mask on a bucket and a poison extractor. What are we tinkering? Engineering. Engineering. Um, with crap. agility, because you know what these are. You just need to put them together. Agility? Okay. So, uh, 16. Alright. Um, you managed to make an amount of progress. You make... No, oh, so what was that result? 16. 16? Yep. It was a little... Oh, I can use the uh, engineering point thing. Oh yeah, work in progress. Yeah, yeah. so you, you make uh, you make fifty gold worth of progress, and you can use your engineering points to make more. I can't coordinate in this thing. Oh, can I? Okay, so if I use one engineering point of twenty five, is that it? 
So now Austin's on top of John. Man, John's gonna die. <laughs> if Austin were on his shoulders. <laughs> I'm just seeing a majestic murloc knight here. <laughs> Riding a narwhal into, into battle. The narwhal or at least into an ice cream parlor. <laughs> the narwhal cavalry has arrived. Uh, so yeah, the uh, march of progress. Yeah, e- each engineering point you spend is an extra twenty-five gold. Okay, so I can get one of those. Okay, I'll do that. Um, so I've got one of those now. I need to make more of those later. Okay, that would that put together one gas mask for yeah, you. I got one gas mask for it. So cool. just to. I rolled a one. Was a plus. Sometimes, like, one of them will wait for a minute, and then... Okay. That's it. Now, you've got, you got ten points to spend, I believe. So yeah, you got ten. Yeah. You still have enough right. materials. Um, yeah, you can spend a point for twenty five gold, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you can, you, can spend, you can spend as many points three, as you want to throw into it. Six, nine. If I use all ten of them, I can make... Three masks. Maybe I should do that in case anybody needs one. That would be um two twenty five. Yeah. Okay. So we got three of them. You can see you put together three masks? Yeah. Go into town and buy more materials anyway. Is this comfortable on your elbow like this? Is this like digging into the side of my arm? Feels fine to me. Yeah, like it digs in right there. Your arms, your arms are also a little bit broader than mine are. Like I have very stick, I have skinny arms. They're a little chubbier. <laughs> I have skinny arms. Yeah. Okay. This is the power of. Being noodly. <laughs> long rest. But yes. So you all you all get a long rest in. Got it. Oh, I mean if you hold it like this, yes, it'll dig into your forearm. It's, oh. it's supposed to go on the outside. Oh! Oh wait, where's the oh okay. Yeah, it covers your it covers your arm like that. Oh I've got it on the wrong way. Oh. Yeah, it covers your arm like that. Yeah. Wow, imagine this elbowing is... someone like this. Yeah. First, like, you're imagining punching someone. Not, you're just imagining physically abusing people. Like with your with your with your arm. Do you not know me? With your arm with your arm outstretched. I mean, yes. It should but, look like that. With the okay. with like if your arm is if your fist if your fist is held flat, it should be on the outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like that. Do you not know me? Have mean, you not been inside my mind? <laughs> no, I have not, because I have I have been very careful to limit my powers of telepathy in that department. Anyway, so yeah, you all get a long rest in. I went there once. Who's up first in the morning? What? Who's up first in the morning? I'm probably one of the early ones. 
Chiana's um, up pretty early. I'm. Yeah, I'm probably I, up pretty I, I, early I've too. A, I've got a fifteen on initiative. Every everyone everyone's up early. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a priest of the light. I feel like rising with the sun just makes sense. Fair enough. It's a it's close to uh, mid morning, like probably about ten or eleven. Um, <laughs> when it when a number of uh, trolls um, approach the uh, begin begin to approach the um, the the fortress. Shoot first, ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> are they carrying a big table? Uh, yes, actually, there's there's four of them that are carrying a like a, a large um, heavy table or like. That, that have a sort of cart for that. They have they. There's six of there, there's six of them that are just carrying it on their shoulders. They're well, that they sucks. Like strapped to one of their backs. One one of them is a one of them is a particularly large troll. Like it's a troll that looks about the size of an ogre. I see. Which is unique. You've never seen a troll that big before. Hmm. Well, he's still at a distance. He might get smaller as he comes closer. <laughs> <laughs> so I just walk up to him, and then there's this uh, this uh, pan zoom effect. Whatever. What's that zoom called? Like where everything else changes? Like where the perspective of oh, everything yeah. else changes, but then right. the one thing just stays the same. Yeah. Because yeah, because like you you zoom in while also increasing the field of view. Yes. I forget what that's called. I wish I knew the answer for you. <sighs> whatever. John will know, but. But um, anyway, but yes, I'll go ahead and, <laughs> and some some other ones are driving carts that have like loads of lumber and stone and other material building materials with them. But nice. the the table is just being carried by about six individuals. Cool. One of which is very large and seems to be lugging most of the weight. I'll go ahead and move out there. Um, I'll ask the goblin to follow me because he has the plans for everything. Oh, yeah. You said you drafted those out. Yeah, I drafted um, those out. Whatever. And whoever else wants to follow, we'll go ahead and go out there. I will go. I'm following. I'm cool. So a lot of us are going Let's out there. Let's go have a troll party. Shanna's a social person. <laughs> Let's go socialize. No, 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 no. When they say, you know, like, interacting with people, they mean talking, not stabbing. Yeah. And they mean talking, not talking, followed by stabbing. Sometimes the stabbing can be followed by talking, and sometimes you can the do talking at the is... same time if you're very skilled. Right. Stab first, ask questions while stabbing. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Good morning, nerds. <laughs> I, I move well, out there to whoever looks like to. a leader sort. <laughs> I will intentionally walk a little bit ahead of the goblin. And thankfully I have longer legs so I can do that. I engage my boots and I run in front of him. Ting, 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 ting. You have higher strength than me, too, so I wouldn't even be able to properly hold you back. <laughs> Whatever. So I walk up there. Um, does there look like there's a leader of sorts? Yeah, there's, there's definitely a, um, a, a troll who seems to be sort of leading the group. He's sort of walking ahead of everyone. I'll go ahead and extend a greeting in Zandali. Um, 
You must be the you must be the man that uh, Vol'jin sent. Yeah, and he the, the the lead troll who's got sort of like an eye patch on his right eye and this sort of like uh, this sort of wildly sort of reddish pink mane of hair that just goes back into a series of braids uh, and wearing this this leather armor that's bedecked with some some bones uh, for decoration uh, sort of looks at you and nods and offers a salute. Yes, I be Uruzin, quartermaster of the Dark Spears, and I be overseeing these efforts to bring your fortress up to speed. Indeed, we thank you tremendously for the aid. Uh, your wall room at the top, right? Yeah. Yes, indeed wall it is. Kalaraf, <clears throat> bring it up. Careful now. What mind the stairs? He says to the to the massive troll. And as you look, yeah, this this troll is considered a large sized creature mechanically. Um, as he moves past, I'd go ahead and uh, spare him a casting of guidance to help with the strength checks. <laughs> The, uh, the the troll sort of the largest of the trolls got it like over his shoulders and is sort of lumbering like this while the other trolls have their hands up like under it sort of helping to lift or maybe perhaps for the dexterity checks of getting it up the they stairs died. instead but, yeah. they died that's not good Ray's dead <laughs> Ray's dead <laughs> it's been less than a minute yeah I can pass that now it's massive <laughs> Uh, so, you uh, you sort of follow them up, and the, the 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 large troll sort of lumbers his way out the stairs. Fortunately, the staircase is large enough to fit like four abreast. So, yes, it is kind of a fortress. Yeah. So he he helps lumber his way up to the top um, with the the war with the war table. All right, Uruzin says as, as they disappear inside. Any special requests? Also, he says, reaching inside his vest and pulling out a pair of letters. One is one is sealed with uh, one is sealed with red wax. The other one with gray. This one, he says, holding out the gray letter. Be for the Lady of Terramore. This one, he says, holding out the red letter. Be for the champion. Got it. <clears throat> and I believe most of the plans are simply restorations of what we have, but. We have compiled something of a list of, a, list of yeah. blueprints here. Just hand over the stuff, and he kind of has a list of things that where we were starting to work on stuff, and just some of the stuff that still needs to be done. They can figure out all the stuff themselves, though. I mean, I say that, you know, you can just do what you can, and we appreciate the assistance. All right. I'll be working on it. <coughs> It'll be a couple of weeks before we're done, but we'll keep it moving. This place will be set to be a real fortress in no time. Once again, we are greatly appreciative. Right, right. Dark Spear always assist the horde. So it was the red one for the champion and the gray one for, for the lady. Yes. <coughs> yes. Don't mix them up. <coughs> which? <laughs> <laughs> which one was for which? 
You ready for the champion? The great lady. The champion. It's red for the champion. He's red for the trailer. I'm writing okay, that down. Now it's I can't lady. see Rudy anymore. You protect me. I'm gonna fall. Ah! Now, ah! Dang it, Rehubify is expensive, you know. Sorry. <laughs> I like being able to look at the people I'm talking to at the table, though. And no offense, but John and Austin are currently represented by stuffed animals. They're not living. Like Austin and John are, but these aren't. I would be concerned. <laughs> are you, I thought you said Austin was a robot. Is he a cyborg now? He's a cyborg. Well, actually, he's not. Yeah, he's not technically they, they a cyborg took, they anymore. They took it out, so... He's not <laughs> oh, they took it out? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, they took it out a couple weeks ago. What happens when you take the augments out of a cyborg? It depends on what the augments are. <laughs> Either it sucks or you're dead. <laughs> Anyone watching is probably extremely confused right now. My brother was a cyborg. That's all the explanation needed. He's not anymore. He was a cyborg. He was a cyborg. He's an ex-cyborg. <laughs> he can no longer use his pickup line. <laughs> that was a bad pickup line in the first place. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, anyway. Are we leaving? <laughs> Are you guys heading out? We should head out. Are we going to take a... We'll deliver these messages with all haste. You still have skeletal war horses. If you need fat, if you need mounts that don't rest. Gray's for the champion. Gray. Red's for the champion. Red, red, red like blood. Right. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. Horde color. Yes. Red for horde. Gray for neutral. Because gray is for Jaina because she is dull. Because it's neither red nor blue because it's a neutral party. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with my my answer. As long as you don't say it while we're <clears throat> in front of anyone, basically. Oh. Yes, we're keeping this quiet anyway. So all right, I'm not going to be skipping down the road saying we're off to see Jaina. <laughs> we're off to see the wizard, the wizard of Theramore. <laughs> I say we... I would never do that. I don't skip. <laughs> I say we search for the chat when we're away and sort of talking privately. Um, I say we search for the champion first. What was the champion's name again? Rexar. Rexar. That's right. Oh. Yeah. That's an idea. Or we could just jet towards Jaina and on our way search for the champion. Well, here's the thing. I believe that delivering a message to Theramore is going to be a lot more questionable than trying to search up some old champion of the Horde. So... So we live now, we get killed later. Yes. Yeah, we get the first one delivered, and then we... we and then, then we, we die horribly. We look up things in Ogremar about this champion while we're still a little bit more confident about doing so. Yes. And we're just on a little quest. Plus, if we go to Ogremar first, we can say that whatever mission we want to say it is after we... Aren't we just outside of Ogremar? Yes. Okay. We're, we're yeah. on a wall's of Ogremar, so yeah. Go to Ogremar... If we ever need a okay, story, cool. we just say we got a mission there. 
What's the name of this champion? Rexar. Rexar. How much do I know about Rexar myself as to where I might find him? Um... Well, history? You know that when the burning that when the burning legion invaded from Outland and opened the dark portal again, he went through. You don't know where he's went since he came back, because presumably he came back rather than staying in Outland. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I guess we're gonna go. I'll go to the city and try to do. Um, what passes for gather information here? <laughs> investigation. Investigation. Yeah. Try to. Which, in the case of trying to get it from people, you can roll it with your charisma. My intelligence is better. Either or. So it's mine. Whichever yeah. you desire. I will attempt. Ooh, that was close to a 20. But that's awesome. You can also attempt a 12. persuasion check, or if you want to, any social check that might be better. I'll try that later if this fails. Uh, I only got 12 on that one. 17. 17? Um, so, asking around... Um, you know that prior to um, the uh, prior to the opening of the dark portal, um, he uh, tended to patrol around. He, he he wandered a bit, but he was sort of wandering around Desolus and Feralas, um, trying to help keep. Uh, the black dragons at bay around the area, mm -hmm. um, trying to keep everything in line around that, uh, around nature in, in those two regions. Um, and you find out that he went into Outland and um, was last seen in Orgrimmar during the Cataclysm. Like, as, as the elements were raging, he was assisting with protecting Orgrimmar from raging elementals. Hmm. Um, he started wandering again since then. So you know he's somewhere on Azeroth. Um, likely guesses, as far as everyone is concerned, are places where the unrest of the Cataclysm is significant, like areas where the wilds have been significantly thrown out of whack by the Cataclysm, which sort of lends you to possibly either... Uh, like back in Desolus, there's been some major upheaval. Um, Thousand Needles, probably not so much, just because it's just flooded. It's not necessarily wilder or, des or destroyed. Um, maybe somewhere in Ashenvale. There's been a lot of unrest in, in the Night Elf lands. Um, but other than that, you're basically... You're looking for a half-ogre. <laughs> yeah. You know he has a bear that he travels with. And a wyvern. Mm -hmm. And a boar. And a hawk. And a wolf. And a second wolf. <laughs> Travels with bear and other beasts. Yeah, um... That's a lot of stuff. <clears throat> reason he's called, you know, Beastmaster and all. Uh, so... 
How far is Desolus? Yeah, it is. If I can get this right. That place. Okay. So it's basically on the other side of... Of the continent, yeah. But not the long way. It's not the long way, just the width way. Okay, how far would that be, roughly? Two weeks. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> Maybe we should go to the other place first, just for the sake that it'll be faster. Yeah, because Theramore is just right there. Drop that off and then head out. Especially if you can get a boat, you can get there much faster. Hard to get a boat, but yeah. Suppose we can do that. I'm also going to check, like, whatever mission postings there may be, or trying to get, you know, general word around of open missions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, say we're going to one of the missions that are. That'd be a good idea for. What kind of missions are you looking for? <laughs> Um, stuff that loves this travel. <laughs> Ideally, yes. Stuff with indeterminate locations, stuff near Theramore, stuff near Desolus. Okay. Um, roll me investigation again, real quick. Uh, 21. Stay in my head. Ten. <laughs> I don't know what I'm investigating. You, but you figured something out. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, Brackenwall Village and the Dustwall Marsh, which is the marsh outside of Theramore. Um is requesting a bit of aid um, from the um, from the uh, the Stone Mall clan, which is the only orc, which is the only or the only ogre clan to actually officially join the horde. Um, the Stone Mall village. Um, um, the ogre lord Mokmorok um, is looking for um, horde warriors to assist in in, in Brackenwall village. Mm. Cool. All right. So better say we're doing that, and then yeah. hand, right. hand a letter off. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so it looks like Rexar is going to be extremely hard to find. We may want to pursue our other objective first instead. Alright. So we check the board to see uh, different, we give different jobs. <laughs> we give her the yellow one, okay? <laughs> I just like to uh, make that look on this face. I can still that's see that's it. That's helpful. <laughs> also, did Leaf have a balaclava? No. <laughs> well, you see, we're on a stealth mission, so... Leaf sews a balaclava for himself. <laughs> no. 
Okay, I'm just gonna make this into the Metal Gear. You you make the uh, the Octo uh, Mask. Anyway, you just make the whole suit. You just. I mean, hearing <laughs> and a little bit of techno magic. <laughs> Maybe some kind of. What do you want to do? Power suit is totally in the cards for me. Oh, you're petting the dog. I thought you were whispering into the air. Okay. I need to figure out what a power suit would look like for me, and I need to make one. Okay, now that I'm inspired, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go ahead and head off, I suppose. All right. Do we want to try to get a ship? It'd probably be easier. We can, uh, I don't know, put the troll on a leash. Hold on. <laughs> Just knock a troll out. Quack. <laughs> Give him some herbs or something. Alright, let's go. You say herbs. I mean, you know. Hey, Baraka, have some milk. <laughs> Garrick. <laughs> let's go. Alright. How much is passage to. That's not that far off the first bit. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if you're looking to get a ship to Theramore, you're probably going to want to hire a neutral ship, which yeah. means you're probably going to want to take a ship to Ratchet first. Right. Yes. Because Ratchet's a neutral port. So a ship from Orgrimmar to Ratchet <laughs> is going to be like a gold piece of passenger. It's a short trip. Okay. And, and we can save one gold piece by bringing uh, uh, our troll as a uh, cargo. <laughs> <laughs> I have a carry-on. I need to check. <laughs> we should worry about his carry-ons. Um, yeah, I'm actually considering not taking all the ball because I don't want to take the cart and I don't, for a long trip, I don't want to put that much flogison into the suit. Can't you power with magic? I can, but it takes all my. S- Let's see. 10. 20. It takes a lot of my slots for the day, though. Strictly speaking, you only need to put a spell slot into it when you need to power it. Like. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I'm just trying to figure out how to not have the whole cart and the. Because that's. Don't need one. Um. A Flogerson extractor might be a good thing to put together for the base, because those need to be yeah. stationary. Right, I know. That they, t- they cost a lot. Yeah, but they pay, they pay for themselves. I know, they will eventually, right? <clears throat> I haven't had time to do that yet. Um, Maybe with the bounty money from whatever this ends up getting us. Anyway, um... So... I don't even think a suit at all. I might have enough work with I got all mad junk. But I gotta carry all my gear too. Um, You're a pack rat. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think if I can do this. I probably can. If I just travel without my suit this time. <laughs> kind of dangerous, isn't it? Leave a bunch of my gold at home too. 
then I won't have the, the cart and the Kodo and all that stuff. I mean, I'm not bothering with gold weight, so... Yeah, I know. I've, well, I've, I've, I can leave a bunch of this at home, though, because, I mean... We'll say you have your magical goblin credit card. <laughs> no. <clears throat> and anyway, he never leaves the goblin cave without it. Ah, uh, the bat credit card. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, which movie? The, the, the Batman, Batman, and, Batman Robin. and Robin. I watched that movie and I don't recall that. <laughs> it was the scene where both of them were fighting for poison ivy. That's bad. That's right. <laughs> no, I've seen it. It was... When I say bad, it's amazing. It was amazing. Oh. <laughs> uh, so great. Uh, was that an Adam West it, movie? No, no. What, it wasn't Adam West. It, it was, was um, uh, George Clooney. Yeah, it was George Clooney. George Clooney is Batman. Mm -hmm. With the little plastic, like, nipples on the suit. <laughs> That's the infamous one for that. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> and Mr. Freeze. With all the ice <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, those movies were made for the sole purpose of making as many ice puns and plant innuendos as possible. Uh. Uh. Yeah, that movie ended like the, the 90s Batman movies that they were doing. It was so bad it was good. <laughs> but it was bad. So, yeah, um, booking charters on a ship towards Ratchet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. It was one, two, three, four, five, and cargo. <laughs> sure. Really persuasion. Really a persuasion check to to, to hack that. <laughs> oh, I can do that. You get advantage, don't you? Because yeah, you're haggling. Yeah, because you're haggling. You get advantage. Actually, you know, wait, 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 wait. I'll give you a plus one d four on it. A one d four on that too. <sighs> so the eleven plus 11, plus a d four. Eleven plus plus your persuasion. Plus my nine. Plus two. So, <laughs> 11, 11, 22. 20, yeah, 22. Uh, the light compels you to haggle. <laughs> yeah, all right. You managed, you, managed to, you managed to hack that. Five gold for six people, because one of them is cargo. <laughs> all right, so, there we go. I'll go ahead and take that. I hand over five gold. Yep. It's... A couple hours down to Ratchet from from the from Blake Fist Bay, um, so a couple hours pass. You make it to Ratchet, mm -hmm. and then from Ratchet, a uh, uh, ship to Theramore, which would be there by nightfall. It'd be a slightly longer trip. Uh, it would probably be uh, three gold each. So now we're okay. saving three gold. <laughs> you would like to make another persuasion check to try and act. All right. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I'll go ahead and roll the d4, I guess. Okay. 19. <laughs> Call that a 20. Yeah. Not a Nash 20, plus, but one. So plus one. Plus nine. So 29. Yeah. Yeah. You, you managed to convince them that the troll is still cargo. Technically, who cares? Because either, you know, we knock him out and drag him on, or we count him as a pet, because... Well, again, you might get a natural 20. Oh. Just to see. It wasn't. Okay. No. <laughs> anyway. So. 
Yeah, as as night is falling. If it was a natural 20, we'd be able to call him Cargo. <laughs> I'm the one angle. <laughs> um, then you pick me up and stuff me in a trunk. <laughs> so she picks me up and stuff me in a trunk. Just throw you off the side. <laughs> so several hours pass, and it is You're not a child in that suitcase. <laughs> no, not mine. No, don't worry, it's not mine. Yeah, it's not mine. <laughs> Alliance. What was the... No, wait, are we there yet? <laughs> uh. You see, we're simulating seasickness of the journey by sickening everyone with bad puns and references. So, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it is about nightfall um, when, when the ship is pulling into dock at Theramore. Um, and as you, uh, as you arrive, I'm going to also continue being a little bit paranoid with detect magic mode <laughs> throughout everything. Fair enough. You, you, the the ship pulls into the dock, and Theramore is a, it's a small circular uh, city. There's like there's a, a wall of there's a circular wall that surrounds the the external um, area of the city, um, with sort of large towers <laughs> at at certain regular intervals. There's a large bridge that connects the island itself to the mainland. Um, and a series of water channels that can be used to ferry ships in and out, uh, and a series like an, an extra maze of walls to serve as an even further outer level of protection. Um, and as the the ship docks, and uh, each of you disembark, uh, you are met at the dock um, by a, a human captain uh, in full armor with the the tabard of Theramore, which is a gray tabard with the silver anchor. Or not silver, the gold, a golden anchor um, on the on the chest, which marks, the, which is the symbol of the city of Theramore. Um, and the the guard just sort of waves for the group of you to halt, hold, and sort of takes his helmet off, puts it under his arm, and approaches. Uh, what brings the group of you to Theramore? It's not often that we get uh, a group of horde members in our fair city. Indeed, we are here to. Deliver a message. I uh, hold up the envelope for a second. Can I ask to whom? We are delivering this message to Jaina Proudmore herself. Indeed. Well, I am Commander Samal, and I will take you there personally. Of course. And he sort of uh, turns and issues a, a hand signal, and about five more guards sort of form up. Follow me. I uh, follow on. You'll understand if we want to keep security tight when horde members are entering. I would expect nothing less. Understand? Especially when they wish to speak to the lady. Yes. 
If anything, the security certainly reassures me. So, they bind and gag you and carry you. <laughs> what? <laughs> <a joke>. <laughs> We're surrounded by guards. So Why? Um, because they're escorting us specifically so to Jane Proudmore. Oh. Because, you know, we're a bunch of horde members around a bunch of humans. So they know we're coming to see her. Yes. Yes, the whole take me to your leader shtick. Yep. Awesome. We couldn't exactly do it secretly. We came in on a boat. Awesome. I feel totally comfortable with this. Let's do it. <laughs> well, you know what? <laughs> what? <laughs> she doesn't know what. <laughs> How well does, do you actually manage to hide your irritation because I'm half considering a cold emotional spell? <laughs> a spell? Uh, well. She'll go peacefully. She's not happy or comfortable about it, but... All right. Don't, don't you put any spells on her. She'll kill you. After the spell wears <laughs> off. After it wears off. After it wears kill off. you. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get this done. All right, so... Uh, the guard, the guard formation leads you up towards the central tower that's dead center in the middle of Theramore. <laughs> they also don't know who the message is from or anything about it, so. So, um, as you, as you're led up the, uh, as you're led up the stairs, a night elf, uh, woman stands out front. Uh, she's tall and slender with a long blue braid that sort of stretches down. Um, to like mid back, and she's got these, these angular markings that a lot of night elves wear as sort of tattoos on their face. Her silver eyes sort of following your group as you approach as she holds this elegant sword in her offhand. Um, Captain Samal, what are these horde members doing here? The the commander sort of looks up, nods. Ah, uh, Lady Paint. Um, we have a group of. Messengers for Lady Proudmore. The night elf sort of looks over the group of you. Understand that if you threaten my lady, I will kill you before you have the chance to move. We expected nothing less. <clears throat> Cap Commander, you may return to your duties. Take your guards with you. He sort of looks concerned for a second and then nods and signals for the rest of the guards to turn and head off. Follow me. And this night elf is in full plate, which is unusual for night elves. You don't typically see night elves wearing heavy armor. Uh, but she wears it well and doesn't even seem to be remotely hindered by its weight as she leaves you inside uh, the tower. And on the inside... Gosh, heavy armor on a race that gains dexterity? That's suboptimal. As you enter, um, the uh, the interior of the tower is actually kind of cozy. Um, as you as you step inside, um, it's a cool environment, uh, and the floors are upholstered in nice wood. Um, there's a variety; like every wall is lined with bookshelves, um, and the, there's a staircase that leads up. Uh, there's a small table that's been set out for someone to eat on that. Um, seems to have been cleaned up recently, like someone just recently finished their meal. 
Um, there's a nice warm light suffusing in from the uh, from the wind from the windows, and there's the scent of incense and candles in the air. Um, as Pained uh, leads you up the stairs, um, she calls out, uh, "My lady, you have guests from the horde." Um, and you, you hear a uh, human voice, a human woman's voice, uh, call out. Uh, of course, paint. Bring them up. And a few moments later, you are led up to what seems to be the, the top floor of the tower. And um, turning to greet you is a human woman. Um, tall and sort of lean, but definitely of a healthy build. Um, with sort of long, flowing golden hair uh, that is just sort of left about the shoulders. Um, with these sort of crystal blue eyes, uh, just faintly tanned skin just from the, the constant sun of this area, wearing a long sort of flowing white dress with purple accents and gold trim, uh, with a purplish hood over her shoulder, uh, resting on her shoulders with the hood down, um, with a long, uh, iron staff with a crystal inset in the, in the top. Uh, in her in her right hand as she turns to greet the group of you. I am Lady Jaina Proudmore. I hear that you've come to speak with me. We have a message. I hold up the envelope. We are simply the messengers in this case. It is from Vul'jin of the Darkspear tribe. Vul'jin? I haven't spoken to him in a long while. Indeed. He mention something about repaying a debt. Mm. She extends a hand, takes it, opens the letter, pulls it out, starts to read. Ah, it's from Bane. Okay. Bane. When she says Bane, do I know what that's referring to? Uh, the only Bane that you know of is Bane Bloodhoof, chieftain of the Tauren. Oh. He was also one of those ones that didn't really like I mean, his garage killed his father, literally. Yes. Yes. Hey, we just talked to him. And she sort of reads over it for a minute and sort of looks it up and down. Insight? Sure. Like, just curious if she was surprised by this or... Not a good roll, but have a high enough bonus that maybe a 12. Yeah. <clears throat> she's hard to read. <clears throat> like even even when she even when she's sort of like in the middle of reading a letter, she's very composed. Mm-hmm. The only thing that you manage to pick out is just a slight furrow of her brow that seems to indicate that she's thinking. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she sort of nods after finishing the letter, folds it up and throws it into the nearby fireplace as the fire starts to claim it. And then she sort of walks over to a desk and starts to um, write down uh, another letter. She looks up at the group of you. Ah, thank you for your message. Um, I appreciate the update. I'll have to get this letter to young Anduin as soon as I can. Then you already have your own means of sending the reply? Yes, I, I should be able to send it just for me. 
All right. Tell Vol'jin, uh, thank you for the uh, for the quick message. Indeed. Okay. Can I send you anywhere on your way? Have you heard of anything about where Rexar has been as of late? Heard no, but I could attempt to scry on him and find him for you if you'd like. It would make our mission far more expedient. Certainly. Um, give me one moment. She sort of walks over across the room um, and sort of grabs a small bowl off of a shelf, sets it down on one of the tables, walks over to a sh- uh, another shelf, a, a cabinet opens it up and pulls out some uh, some kind of liquid in a bottle, um, pulls the cork out of it, pours it into the, the bowl until it starts to fill up. Um, she brings her staff back over to her and begins to work uh, some arcane hand signals and mutter a spell over the over the bowl itself and stares into it. And she sort of pauses for a moment. It looks like he's in the the uh, the crater west of Tanaris. Angoro, I believe it's called. I can see the uh, massive overgrown foliage that is unique to the area. Um, definitely a dangerous place. Um, well known for its uh, overgrown wildlife and uh, large... It's one of the few places on Kalimdor where there are still large dinosaurs. Definitely hmm. <clears throat> a place he would be. I've heard of elemental unrest in the area. That might have caused attention. Indeed. Hmm. How far is that from us? That it is that green spot right there. Sweet. So we're basically already on our way over there. Yep. Good. Well then, I suppose any good port near there. Uh, Gadgetzan would be the nearest port, if you'd like me to send you there. If you would, it would be much appreciated. Certainly. That's one of the locations that still has active. Yes, I can do that. Um, And she sort of brings her hands together and sort of weaves and opens up, and a portal appears before you. Come on. Joe. You ever thanks. Of course, and you have mine for delivering this message. Indeed. May the light guide you. She sort of looks surprised at that for a second, (laughs) and then gives you a slight nod. The light be with you as well. I move into the portal. And you all step through, and you find yourselves once more uh, in the blistering heat of Tanaris, in the goblin city of Gadgetzan. Yay, Gadgetzan. I'm going to have fun. We need to rest tonight, right? I need to find a bar. That was not comfortable. 
<laughs> well, I made sure to hold my tongue. <laughs> oh, good. I'm not exactly comfortable on missions around stabbing people. <laughs> well, you can roll me a history check, real quick. Uh oh. Oh boy. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> oh, ten. Is this something I can take ten on? Roll me again. Just because. <laughs> Fifteen. Almost lower than what I rolled. Um, the name she says she was writing a letter to, Anduin. Um, that is the name of... The only Anduin you can think of of significance is Prince Anduin Rin, son of King Varian Rin of Stormwind. Yep. Okay, then. I'll log that. Which you were the one that was able to roll that because you're familiar with the Alliance. I know what all this is. <laughs> Just nice to so, uh, you have emerged in Gadget Zan, and you've got a desert between you and Ungoro, but you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. So. For the night or whatever. It's or nighttime, or... isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, it was, it's yeah, it's nighttime at this point. <laughs> we'll go ahead and find some place to rest then. Yeah, story searching the way. Couldn't there anywhere. I don't want to know why you want to find a bar. Um if he if he starts trying to go off on his own, I'll follow him. Stealth? I'll just straight up start following you! <laughs> so you're actively trying to, like, step away from me as I'm walking alongside you? And using... 24 to stealth he away. He is a goblin. Me. 24 to stealth away. <laughs> Ooh, could be competition. Three, four, seven. Twenty-four. <laughs> <laughs> I have a plus seven to perception, sir. <laughs> I just roll a seventeen. I rolled an eighteen. I only get a plus six. So gasp. You are unfortunately unable to quite lose him. <laughs> That's okay. I'll lead him to the bar anyway. So you you, so you start vanishing into a crowd, but then you just feel a hand on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> As you make your way. Where are you trying to go? I just go to the bar. I'll go to the bar. <laughs> I can easily disappear. Hi. If I want to. So, yeah, you make your way to one of the bars. 
Okay, yeah, he's following me for some reason. Yep. He's slightly worried about your enthusiasm in this. Shiano, huh? Okay. I'm just going to kind of, you know, <clears throat> enter a little bit later, you know. Get, uh, yeah. I'm just going to look around and see what's, what's going on. If anybody's, like, I don't know, anybody's playing cards or anything. Well, you, you, step, in, you step into the Road Warrior Inn. Okay, Road Warrior Inn. Um... And the uh, it's it's a large open room. It's sort of a it's sort of a one room one room tavern, um, and it is like there's a series of long tables set up, sort of like galley style, uh, with uh, a couple of uh, gnome and goblin uh, waitresses that sort of walk through the crowd and take orders, get drinks, get food. And there's just like a series of hammocks and beds set up on all the like on the outsides of the room for people to collapse into when they're when they're tired. Hmm. Okay. I just go. Uh, I don't know. I look look the place over just to see how what kind of patrons there are. Mostly goblin and gnomes. Uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of travelers actually, because a, um, a lot of the goblins and gnomes that live here work here and have a home here. Um, so a lot of the people that are in the bar right now, there's, uh, a few humans, some dwarves, some orcs, some trolls. It's a, it's a wide variety. Okay. And you can tell that there's always a couple of goblin bruisers around to keep things from getting too rowdy. Yeah. I'm sure. (laughs) Any card games going on? There's a few. I'm just gonna go sit uh, near where I can hear uh, some of these people at a card game just to see how things are going. Um, there's there's uh, some regular gambling card games going on. Um, your sort of like your your um, your Monty, your Rummy, your um, poker. Um, there's also a few people who are playing a um, uh, a more adventurous card game by the name of Hearthstone. <laughs> Um, that's, uh, sure. happening around here. I'm going to go near with some of the poker, uh, just, yeah. I'm going to one, anything that looks a little more high stakes, like there's a lot of money on the table. Uh, there's a, there's a, we're only a perception check. Does he get advantage because he can smell money? Six. <laughs> sure. Roll me, roll me with advantage just because, just because you're looking specifically for a gambling game. Okay. Um, 18. All right. So, uh, your friend made a good argument for you. <laughs> um, so, you, you look around, and you eventually manage to notice that there's one card game that's going on. Um, that has about four or five people at it. Um, there is a Forsaken with a monocle on and this sort of very well-upholstered suit that seems to be fitted to him despite him being undead. Um, uh, and he's got a sort of, like, very long but sort of stuck to the back of his head uh, layer of black hair. Um, his jaw still sort of attached on properly. Uh and he's sort of got this large stack of, of gold coins in front of him. He seems to have been winning basically all night from this group of, of uh, orcs and a couple of humans um, who are getting increasingly frustrated with his constant winning, but he doesn't seem to be remotely threatened by the people who are here. Okay. Um, 
I'm just going to sit nearby and have a drink for, um, for a, while, a little while and just kind of listen in what's going on. Oh, I nice him sitting down somewhere. I kind of, I'll go ahead and get some food as well and be around there. One of the one of the goblin waitresses sort of walks up. Can I get you a drink with that, Suhan? Uh, not for now. Bit too tired for that. Uh, All right. Let me know if you want anything. I'll have a drink. Sure. What can I get you? What do you have? Uh, well, we got the local special. You want to mix on the beach? Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's, I kid you not, the local specialty of the Road Warrior is called the it's called a Mex on the Beach. <laughs> if it doesn't come served with like a little gear serving the sp- uh, spot of a, a lemon wedge, I will be disappointed. It, it's it's served in a cup that looks like an oil drum. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> Is it actual oil intended for the mechs themselves? No. It, it, it is sort of like a it's a it's a dark rum that's like um, mixed with uh, like uh, sort of like a like a uh, um, a honey, so that it so that it becomes a little bit more syrupy as a drink. So it's a little bit thicker. So it looks like oil, um, but it's actually just sort of like a like a spice rum, like a like a thick. Like almost molasses-like spice rum. It's sort of like drinking. It's sort of like drinking a Jello shot. Okay. Ever since I heard that the noggin, one of the side effects of noggin fog or elixir is potential instantaneous death, I haven't really much been interested in getting a drink here. <laughs> Your funeral. <laughs> Tastes good. Okay, I'll throw you a nice one. Tastes pretty alright, honestly. <laughs> it looks interesting. I'll try some. You get a max on the beach? Yeah. It's like it's like three copper for a mug. Alright, so. I'll have one. Yeah, it's a, it's a very thick syrupy. It it looks and has the consistency of oil, but it tastes like a pretty good rum. It's okay, second. It's an interesting mixed drink. Shannon, <laughs> I'll probably end up getting a couple. So, you guys, you guys get some drinks. Oh no, drunken Shiana is something I don't want to know about. Because I feel like I you feel might be like a stabby one, drunk. I feel like at one point she just comes. Over to Leaf with, like, this line of shot glasses. Alright, we're doing shots. <laughs> um, Look, when I said your funeral, I meant that I'll deal with your funeral. Not anybody else's, alright? Roll me a stamina save. Okay. I had a d4 to it. <laughs> what? What am I adding? Just my stamina? Yeah, and, and your proficiency if you're proficient in the save, but I don't think you are. Um, you said plus four? Plus a D... Hold on. Plus, plus three. Okay. Um, that's 21. 21? Okay. You can hold your alcohol all right. Okay. <laughs> You'll eventually get drunk if you keep drinking, but you know. Oh, yeah, no. She'll, she'll keep going at it. It's been a while since she's done this. Gotten drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, have I seen... It's happened Your once character drunk no. specifically? No. 
No, it's happened once before when she was younger. What kind of drunk are you? You're gonna find out. <laughs> I don't know if I want to find out. And they have they have other drinks too. You, they got you. They got your standard like dwarven ale. They've got you know your your uh, elven wine. Um, but the, their specialty is the mixed drink that they call Max on the Beach. You'll probably get like a variety like yeah. throughout the evening of different drinks. As Leaf uh, <laughs> as Leaf goes ahead and uh, looks up on Holy Light Google, does Calm Emotions work on drunkenness? Nope. <laughs> Like I said, I, the only thing stopping me from making, you know, a holy light phone is finding a good pun for it. Yeah, yeah. Calm emotions does not work on being drunk. That would require a restoration spell. <laughs> okay, hold on. Looking for my spells. <laughs> I believe you have lesser restoration as is one lesser, of your spells. Yeah. I need to see if I swapped it. Oh yeah, it's a domain spell. All right, cool. If something goes terribly wrong, lesser restoration. Call emotions. Cool. As long as I know I've got a panic button. <laughs> as long as I know I've got a panic button, it's better to know now than later. You don't know. She could be a very calm drunk. Yes. She could be. She could be. Or she could be a stabby drunk. And the only reason I haven't learned about it is because all the witnesses are dead. <laughs> so what are you up to? Okay. Um, I'm going to pull a card out of my deck of cards. A. Okay. I'm pulling out and I'm going to lose an eight of diamonds. Okay. I'm just going to. I'm going to palm it. <laughs> uh, make sure it's well hidden. Um, 16. On a slide of hand? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Slide it up into your sleep. So I just said, uh, yeah. Uh, when I'm done with my drink, I'm just going to. Mosey around behind where the... I want to keep an eye on where he's going, too. The, the, the undead guy. You can only watch one person at a time. Who are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be sober for just a little bit long. I'm just going to kind of peek over there, detect magic, see if there's any trickery going on at that table. Um, there is an enchantment on the Forsaken's eyepiece. Of uh, some kind. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to... Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. My way you know out. what? You know what? On my way out, I'm I'm going to walk by the, the, uh, that table, and I'm gonna. Dang, I don't have I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna gonna reach down next to this guy, pull the card out of my hand, throw it on the table, and keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a deception check. Where's my? Okay. Yes, 20. <laughs> Are you trying to start a fight here? No, just, well, yeah, almost. I just want to see what happens. <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, just kind of make it look, look really suspicious. Since I'm glancing over there briefly, can I make a spot check, see if I see that? Rolling perception. Sweet. Um, 22. Uh, you definitely, you definitely see the goblin pick up a card off the ground and put it on the table, um, and the one of one of the orcs at the table immediately picks it up and sort of starts like looking at the forsaken, and you see you see an argument beginning to brew, um, and the uh, the the orc is accusing the forsaken of, of cheating. He's like, so 
Have you been hiding cards this entire time? Skeleton, I'll kill you again! And you see... There's... I'll go ahead and walk up there to just to get in the general area. Yeah. There, there's, there's this moment where the orc sort of starts to get close to the Forsaken, and you immediately see his hand go up, and just appearing in his hand, a scythe appears in his hand. That the just Forsaken? Sort of, yeah, the Forsaken. That just appears in his hand immediately up against the, 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 the neck of the orc, who sort of leans back as there's suddenly a scythe in his face. Please, my friend. If a card fell on the ground, that's no cause for cheating. If you like, we'll start a new hand. But there's no need to get upset. I'm taking your money fair and square. I'm going to, <laughs> while I'm behind this guy, you know what? I don't like cheaters. So I'm, why not? While I'm behind the, the skeletal guy and the orc can possibly see me, I'm just going to go ahead and sort of glance down to the, the uh, skeletal guy for a second and, and walk, pra- walk back. Just point to the eye that he has the eyepiece on and just walk back. Um, and so roll me a, roll me a persuasion check. Uh, 14. Let's see if the orc notices. Oh, the two on the dice. So the, the orc is, seems to be too caught up with the scythe at his throat to to really uh, pay attention. And he sort of, I'm taking your money fair and square. And he sort of brings the scythe back down and sets it down on the ground next to him and then it vanishes from his hand as he lets go of it. <clears throat> so, shall we start a new hand? And the the orc sort of sits down and grumbles and sort of like, I'm out. And he sort of folds folds his cards and steps up from the table and walks away. Can I see how much money this guy's lost? Ah, uh, good 30, 50 gold. Mm-hmm. How much money does this uh, skeleton guy have in front of him? A couple hundred. <clears throat> what game are they playing? Poker. Do I have... <clears throat> Can I tell what this man's monocle is? Uh, if you focus on it with detect magic, you can tell it is divination magic. Hmm. Purely magic? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're a few you're a few drinks in. What are you up to? <laughs> She's down drinks right now. <clears throat> Starting to feel a little bit tipsy after you've got like six drinks under you. Okay. Especially some of the stronger ones. Did Josh just straight up leave or? Um, well, when you started coming around and nobody started necessarily chasing me or anything, I just kind of stopped at the door and kind of looked to see what was going on. Yeah. You, see that, you see that exchange with the side down yeah. and everything. Um, <clears throat> I use a message cantrip and uh, message you. Uh, just, just let him go. Don't worry. I mean, I wasn't trying to 
whatever. It's not about what. It's not about you attempting to cheat this game. It's about the fact that our forsaken friend actively is. You don't know that. There's magic. Right? He's filthy rich and he's using divination magic on an eyepiece. <laughs> I can be reasonably confident. Does he still have a bunch of? Because he still has two more people on his table. Yeah, he got he got like three more. Out of the table, aside from the aside from the orc who walked away. Actually, while I'm still using your reply for your message, um, if you want to join in on a hand, maybe his uh, little seeing eyepiece might uh, have some technical difficulties. <clears throat> Interesting. Because uh. I don't like the idea of him cheating people out of money. I know. <clears throat> I wasn't... Things didn't... Escalate like they were. Uh, let's see. Well, he did sort of immediately go straight to the death threat as soon as yeah, someone yeah, tried to escalate. Did, I mean, so that was just yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I was just kind of curious what happened. Um, but there's a possibility with all that gold on the table that I might be interested in, in uh, <laughs> getting in on it if I hear that there's. I'm gonna come back over to to. To talk to you and go go back over to where she's drinking and stuff and, mm -hmm. and discuss. And as this is happening, she starts singing very loudly, very <laughs> off key. <laughs> she, she's a musical drunk. <laughs> For now, I take one of her drinks. <laughs> she might not even notice. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Is this loud orcish voice that's sort of filling the filling the bar, starting starting to sing? Uh, what kind of songs? Just like traditional orcish songs, or just like anything you can think of, or probably traditional orcish. There's probably a couple of other orcs that are starting that are that are a few cups in that probably start to join in. Soon the 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 bar is ringing with the sound of orcish drinking songs. <laughs> Terrific. So what do you do? This guy's monocle might be ma magical. It's enchanted with divination magic specifically. Oh, means that you might be able to see the cards or uh, figure out what they are. Possibly read other people's emotions a bit better than he should be able to. Something akin to that. Mm. And if he's outed for cheating, I imagine what may happen is the gold would go back to the table. Yeah. And then that other orc that walked away from the table, is he still in the bar? No, he walked out. He, he left. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't really want to get involved. Hmm. Anyway. 
Does anybody at the table look over at us that now that we're <laughs> uh, you as you as you look over, roll me roll me a perception check. Because <laughs> uh, nineteen. Uh, you notice the Forsaken has sort of occasionally took, taken a glance back over at you. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that. <clears throat> but that's okay. I can handle one of those guys. <clears throat> so what are you thinking? What am I thinking? I don't think anything. Figure out what you what you think about what I'm thinking. Because <laughs> I'm just gonna keep staring him down while I, I'm gonna have another drink and just uh, to just just keep watching him. Because he knows that I that I set him up. I just want to see if he if he's if he's if he's visually uh, visibly upset. I guess he doesn't really show much emotion if he's I'm dead anyway. But yeah. still. He, he, his face is very stoic. Yeah. It's very hard to read any emotion sure. off of him, but he mostly seems to be looking at his cards, looking up at the table as, as anyone makes a decision, looking over at you occasionally, looking back at his cards, playing a hand. Mm-hmm. Winning. Winning most of the time. He's not always winning, okay. but he tends to win a lot more than he loses, and he never seems to ante up too much that he might be in danger of losing a lot. Unless he knows that he's got a winning hand. <laughs> but he doesn't really feel threatened by me at all at this, this point. Not yet, but you did see him pull a scythe out of nowhere, yeah, so... That's, that's the fun part. <laughs> I'm sitting next to a drunk <laughs> orc. Shiona's going to start a bar fight. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do this? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think first she's going to throw the whatever she's drinking out of mug cup. At the, just, just, do, would, just the oil tanker for a mex on the beach. At the nearest orc. I will try to stop. That's <laughs> a restoration. Roll me initiative on both of you. Restoration? I've been hanging around. I figured out why you were waiting around. Yep. I got a 14 on initiative. Oh! You rolled a 1. Christ. What does up to 13 that's initiative. A, that's, a, that's a big old 1. That's a natural 1. <laughs> He's last. <laughs> What'd you do? I got a, I got a 14. Okay. No, 12. Sorry. So, before any of you can react, Shiana just hauls off and curls the tankard at someone else in the room, and it Good. clangs into one of the orcs. Specifically one of the orcs who's at the card game table. <laughs> Yeah, one of the orcs at the car game. Yeah, he okay. just clangs off of his shoulder, and he looks up and he looks over his shoulder at Shiana, and it's just like, <laughs> what do you, what do you? So then she's gonna pick up bar stool chair whatever, and hit one of the other orcs over the. <laughs> so what's the undead guy doing at this point? Because. I'm just watching him. The, uh, the Forsaken kind of looks up at the situation, folds his cards up and sets them on the table as he sort of starts watching what's going on as one of the, as the orc that got hit with the tanker is like, be right back. Sets his cards down, stands up from the table and turns to start joining in on the fight as the next, as the, the next orc that she just hit with a bar stool turns around and starts to walk over. What are you guys up to at this point? <laughs> 
Is this a 20-foot diameter? 20-foot radius? Sweet, that's a lot of the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's most of the bar, honestly. Does the person that she hit with the stool look drunk? Probably, yes. Darn they probably didn't even feel it. They're fine. But the guy at the table probably isn't. No, he's only had he's only had a handful because he's he's playing cards. He's trying not to get too drunk. Because I know you can probably keep her from starting more of a fight. Yeah, I will try. <clears throat> I need to figure out a way to stop everybody else from getting in on it. The drunk and calm emotions won't work. It won't stop them from being drunk. It won't stop them from being violent drunk. Okay. Call emotions. Try to get as much as I can, specifically the two people she hit, but everyone in general. Just roll some really quick. It's a charisma save or wisdom save? It is a... Or spirit save. Uh... It is a charisma save, DC 15. Cool. Do you know if someone succeeds? It doesn't say that I do. Okay. Wait, um... Within range, must make a charisma save. A creature can choose to fail the same throw, which is a creature fails at saving for a choose one of the following two effects. I'm assuming you're going to choose just the non-violence thing. Yes. Okay, so the incipient violence of the bar brawl just seems to suddenly be earthed as most everyone. Go ahead and roll me a charisma save. I mean, she's not doing it necessarily out of anger. Money on the die. Also that. She's, uh, so, most everyone is not fighting anymore, except Shiana was unaffected. What are you up to, Brick? You've become inured to my abilities. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh... What is it called? Have hold person, or grapple. I'm going to try to grapple it, but before I do that... Uh, which one is it? I need to have a better way of I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Mark of the Beast and uh, to get advantage on strengths and, and try to grab her. Okay. So roll me an athletics check with advantage, you roll me either athletics or acrobatics. Okay. And we have to get out of town like we're not staying tonight. Uh, I rolled low. Uh fourteen. <clears throat> I rolled terribly, even with advantage. A one and a three. Mm. Uh, acrobatics, that is a five total. Five. So he's not able to get a hold on you and you slip out of his and you slip out of his okay. grip. What are you up to as not everyone in this bar has been affected, just most of them. Me? Yeah, from your from your spell. What is what are you doing next, Jonah? Um oh. Probably making her way over to the bar, gets up on it, and starts throwing glasses. Can I use my move action to just get, just interpose? 
combat? I mean, you get the opportunity to make an attack of opportunity if you so desire, but she can move around you. She is a rogue. I feel like randomly tripping someone would just cause more fighting. <laughs> so as Shiana rises up onto the bar and gets ready to start throwing things at people... And the beginnings of a bar fight, because it wasn't completely stopped, just most of the people, and anyone who is under the effects of the spell that she hits something with will immediately break out of it. <laughs> That's true. As this, as this bar fight begins to brew, that's where we're going to end for the week. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Good night. Good night. Farewell. Bye. <laughs>